0: Welcome for a new recording session of our Midoricast, the project sponsored by Transforma Brussels, the co-working space and innovation center and the podcast factory. I have today Jens Massard, managing partner at COWO at my micro. Hi. Hello. Jens will explain us what COWO is, but first we want to give you the opportunity to present yourself.
1: I study economical science, commercial science here at HUB at Brussels. After that, I started at Ormit. Ormit is a very nice company that hires people with a master in economy. And then afterwards, they actually, it's a management traineeship of 26 Mm -hmm. months. During this traineeship, they send you to different companies, clients of them, where you do projects. I had the chance to do a project at BNP Paribas Fortis. And after that, at STIP MIVB. So that is where I had my first professional experience in very large uh, organizations. Mm -hmm. During that period, I had the chance to save up some money. And then after the 26 months, I was jobless and I decided to travel. So I went to Canada, South America, South Africa and Southeast Asia. And meanwhile, my girlfriend also had the chance with the Prince Albert Fund to travel and work in Malaysia. And so I joined her there. I worked for Photobook Worldwide as an entrepreneur in residence. It's a really nice experience where I had the chance to build up a new business unit. Then uh, for personal reasons, we had to come back to Belgium. I came back, I really wanted to have a job from Malaysia. I reached out to uh, Barefoot Studio. Barefoot Studio is a studio that launches startups in the B2B2C business. So they are specialized in applications for this market. And I had multiple chats with the CEO of uh, Barefoot about Co. So he had already the idea. It was something that was picture perfect uh, for me, it was really my cup of tea. I immediately accepted and came back.
0: So he gave you the idea and you took over as of then?
1: Exactly. He planted the seed and I gave water until uh, we are where we are now. I arrived um, today. Today, Uh Go is a steady company helping other companies with their mobility problems.
0: Mobility problems? Tell us. Tell me about COWO.
1: COWO is actually solving the mobility problems. Which ones? The ones that are touching really the HR, CSR and the fleet and mobility management, of Mm -hmm. course. Because there's a lot of problematics linked to mobility. You have to know that 30% today arrives nervous or frustrated even at work only due to the commuting. Commuting from home to work. Mm -hmm. So that means that 30% of your employees are actually lost that day. But that's every day. So you actually, only 70% of your employees are efficient, at least in the morning. So that's a real problem. Otherwise, you have the problem for the the fleet manager. In Belgium, we are obliged to give every employee a car, certainly to be on top of the world talent. Uh, Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you can forget it. Uh, Of course, with the car comes a parking spot, etc., etc. So that's an enormous issue for companies. They cannot just cope with the, the demand. And then the third, but not least, is the ecological footprint. Ecological footprint today is more and more important for companies. And the fleet often has a large share of the the total footprint. So Mm -hmm. if you can reduce reduce the fleet, we are going to the problem. And that is how I come to Kobo. What we did with Kobo is we reinvented carpooling Mm -hmm. because carpooling, as it was is annoying is annoying exactly it's actually we, we discovered three main barriers the, the first one is the fact that you have to organize the whole ride you have to ask around in the company hey uh where do you live and can we ride together that when do all- you leave exactly so uh, mm-hmm. that is something that people don't like to ask so there we lose already 99 percent of people Second is the fact that you lose your flexibility and independency. The fact that you depend on your driver is annoying for a lot of people. Your driver is not showing up, you cannot go to work or even worse, your driver is having a late meeting and you cannot go home. Mainly is the flexibility. Imagine that you're at work as a passenger and uh, your child fell in, in school and has to go to the hospital and you cannot leave to join her or him. That's worst case scenario for a lot of people. And then third is the fact that a lot of people are afraid to put their names on the lists. And a lot of organizations see the value of carpooling, but they don't just think, okay, if I put a list, it will work, but mm-hmm. it doesn't. So I like to compare the old uh, carpooling with a bicycle with flat tires. Actually, go is going to put air in the tires and to make the bicycle ride again. How do we do that? The first problem, so the, for- the problem organization, we're going to solve that by... Creating, uh, we actually created an application that is going to do all the work for you. mobile application? A mobile application, mm-hmm. yes, indeed. So it's doing all the work for you. You just, as a user, you just have to say when you want to arrive at work, uh, when you want to leave work, and which day you want to use Kovo, and then we do all the rest. As a driver, you have to add also how many minutes you are prepared to do a detour, to go and get some passengers, which is logic. But if you say, I only want to do 20 minutes, then you're sure, okay, it won't be more than 20 minutes. Also, within the organization, a very big issue is the fact of the day itself. So people are calling, yeah, are you ready? No, you have to wait outside. It's annoying, mm-hmm. people losing time. So Kowo in here is sending all the information to every person. For example, the driver gets a notification 10 minutes before he has to leave, that he has to leave in 10 minutes to be on time with his passenger. And he gets the whole itinerary on his map. So mm-hmm. he can choose the application ways, uh, Google Maps, etc. to open it and to go to his first passenger. As a passenger, you can see the driver on your map. So you can really follow the little car, a bit like Uber. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can see where the driver is situated and when he will be exactly at what time he will be in your street. You, th- you know which car he's driving so you can recognize him in the street so, and you can be ready. Mm-hmm. That's the first part. The second part is the most important point, is the flexibility and independence. We have to guarantee that using Kovo, you don't lose your flexibility and independence. So to do so, we went to AXA insurance company they actually were very very enthusiastic about our proposition and we created immediately a partnership mm-hmm. this means that they are actually ensuring the whole service which means that as from the moment we have a match between a driver and a passenger whatever goes wrong AXA is covering it so for example if your driver is not showing up in the morning the passenger can call AXA assistance and AXA assistance will uh, actually provide a free alternative it can be either be a free taxi or Mm -hmm. either be public transport in first class uh, depending on the most efficient way of course secondly and then we come back to the most the worst case scenario is you're at work as a passenger what do i do when my my child is in the hospital school again you Mm -hmm. call AXA assistance and you can take a taxi home and you can go to your child so Mm -hmm. that is really something that is really important and that is a way how we are really ensuring that you can keep your flexibility and guarantee, knowing that the whole application is free for users, it is offered by the company. Mm -hmm. And the third one is the fact that once you subscribe to Skobo, it's absolutely no must to carpool every day. You do it whenever you want, how you want and the way you want it.
0: And you can change easily your preferences? Absolutely, you can
1: easily change your preferences. For example, if you can only do it on Tuesdays, because then you don't have to go and get your children, I don't know what, you can just say every Tuesday I can do it. If next Tuesday you can't, you just cancel. It's very, very easy, very user-friendly. Easy news. Okay. Yes. As
0: a company, how does it work? Can we just contact Kovo and then you deliver the tool and then it's, it's up to us? Or, or how does it work?
1: Well, as a company, yes, you contact Kovo and Kovo comes in a kilometer pack. So we have the smallest pack is 100,000 kilometers. The biggest is 2.5 uh, million kilometers. And every time that your employees use Kovo, we deduct the kilometers from your pack. If your pack arrives to zero, you just buy a new pack. So that's the way it works. Now, for the implementation is very easy. The employees download the application and as a manager, you have a dashboard in which you can follow all the information about how your fleet is driving together. You can also launch campaigns, which is really a nice uh, feature as well. Meaning as a company, you can launch, actually, you can motivate your troops to use Go For example, if you know that next Thursday, there will be a national strike, which is it happens from time to time in Belgium, unfortunately. You can warn your, your employees and say, hey, think about GO as an alternative. So that mm-hmm. is something that we also provide, very easy to use. So yeah, that is the first step download the application. But to do that, you need a lot of communication. And that is where Kogo comes in again. We are helping our customers in the first month to communicate and to be sure that... towards the employees. Toward the employees, mm-hmm. yes. Inside their own organization, we're going to analyze together with the company, okay, what are the ways you communicate normally and how can we help? We have a lot of material that we share with our customers from email, templates, to videos, to etc., etc. So that is the way how we do it. We ensure a follow-up for the whole uh, life cycle of the customer, of course, but certainly in the first months, in the implementation months, we we will be very present.
0: That's really nice. So it's not only easy in use, it, it helps to be more efficient at work because you're less uh, frustrated mm-hmm. huh? when you come to work. You keep your flexibility, but it's also like a green alternative.
1: Absolutely. A very important part is uh, the advantages on CSR, sort of corporate social responsibility. In a way, that the less cars on the road, the less pollution, of course, mm-hmm. less pollution, less traffic jam. So those are all very important uh, advantages that comes with Co. If, if I can give you an example, mm-hmm. for a company with a thousand employees, if 30 percent of the employees uses it only three days a month you already at that point save 32 tons a year, which is the equivalent of 1,500 trees. So you need 1,500 trees to filter 32 tons of CO2. Mm -hmm. That is what you are doing as a company. That's huge. That's also something that we like to communicate as co is we communicate also for our clients how how much trees they actually planted without they really planted it, of course, but but you understand mm -hmm. what I want to say.
0: Visual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where can we find you? You
1: can find us on our website, of course. Our website is it's K-O-W-O. Mm-hmm. io. We are also present on Facebook, LinkedIn and Twitter.
0: Jens, do you have some tips for our listeners on how to be more ecologic?
1: Well, for me, being more ecologic means reduce your footprint, your, your ecological footprint. And a large part of your footprint is related to CO2 pollution. So, yeah, I think it's something that we all do already, but we have to do more. And, I, of course, I'm talking about carpooling. Everybody's doing it today. Um, you go to a bar with your friends together. You, there's always one that is driving. Um, you're dropping off your friends. You I mean, Everybody's doing it on a weekly basis. But why are we not doing it on a daily basis? And, and that is, I think, stupid. 85% today is uh, sitting alone in his car during traffic jams. And that is polluting you know, enormously, so use coal and, and reduce your footprint. A second one is a very important part of your ecological footprint is related to water water consumption and a lot of people think that it 's sufficient to just turn uh, down the, the the water when i 'm brushing my teeth or, or uh, shower a minute less longer but that 's not the case the, the water that we use in our bathroom only represents zero point five percent of the total usage of our of our life i mean of what we do. Two thirds of, of, of our consumption of water is related to our food consumption. And a lot of people don't know this. And for example, red meat is the biggest damage in, in that saying that one steak, for example, it represents 3000 liters of water. So every time you eat a steak, you actually are eating, are, are spoiling 40 baths of water.
0: That's huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So 40 bat of water for one steak. I'm not, not saying that you have to eat, stop eating steak because me too, I love it. But mm-hmm. just try to reduce your consumption. And by doing so, you're very easily reducing your footprint. Mm-hmm. And the third one is actually, um, I think a lot of people know how to reduce their footprint. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of actions, the two that I just said. Uh, you can recycle, you can do a lot of stuff. But it all begins by changing your habits and changing your habits is the, the, the most easy way to do that is to do it step by step, one step at a time. And you'll notice that very fast you will have changed your way of your behavior without noticing the change. Mm-hmm. So that's the third most okay. important uh, tip I would like to share with you, the audience.
0: Thank you very much, Jens, for your participation tonight.
1: With pleasure. Thank you for your invitation.
0: You're welcome. For our listeners, I suggest you take a look on our website and subscribe to one of our registrations event. And then you'll be here at my micro. Bye.